0: what's going on everybody welcome back to the new wave podcast this is the season finale for season one so we're going to recap some of our favorite stories from the season some of the lessons we learned along the way and of course we're going to talk about stuff we're excited for in season two so stay tuned listen in and let's get ready to dive in the pool baby
1: Welcome back to the New Wave Podcast. My name's Harry Range, here with my co-host Mike Blumel and Anglies Pradis. This Sounds is the it. season finale of our first season. Um, boys, how are we doing today? Doing good, man.
2: Um, can't believe it's come to this. You know, it's been a wild journey. We started this in, what, the end of January? Mid to end of January. Mm-hmm. Mid to end of January. We banged out nine episodes. This is the 10th one. And uh,
1: I don't know, man. It's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride, but it's been a time and a half, that's all I can say. You know, it's it's cool to think about, like, we didn't know all of these guests before we started the podcast. You know, like, yeah, we knew a couple of them. We knew Adam, we knew Sawyer, but, like, we've met so many cool, interesting people, heard so many great stories over the past, I guess, two months that we've been doing this. Um, and so... Finally, sitting down and doing it was the best decision we've made. No, it's basically running itself. Like we've had a couple
2: of people listen in, and they're like, "Oh, yo, I got this, buddy. You got to check out. You got to see this person." And like everyone's been so willing and excited to come on this pod. But when they come here, and they realize it's three guys with a phone sitting in the middle, they're still fine with it. So I mean, we're gonna keep keep it going. Um, season two, we're hoping to do some new things. Mm-hmm. But that's also what we're here to discuss. We're here to discuss kind of. A recap of what season one was where did we struggle where are we struggling and what's next what do we have to do next because we still don't know how to grow a pod and that's something we need to figure out
0: yeah we honestly just dove right into this and obviously no regrets as Harry's saying the best decision we made was to just get it going but yeah the only you live and learn really like we just started it People have been so willing to come on. You'd be amazed at just reaching out and the success you get when you reach out. And that kind of goes on in all aspects of life, business, but we've had extreme success that way. And um, let's see where we can grow this to. I'm excited. So I guess
1: the first step to growing it is
0: talking about the
1: problems that we've had along the way. So personally for me, one of the first things that comes to mind is trying to figure out um, how to deal with guests that aren't in the same room as us. Mm. Like we've had a couple where we've done them over the phone and we need to figure out a way where we can do that where it sounds a little bit better and it's a little bit more fluid. Which is tough because like, I mean we're comparing ourselves to popular
2: podcasts. I mean other people who start podcasts are celebrities or people with large followings and then they just start a podcast as like a way to voice their opinion and get additional income. But they already have that following. How do you start from
1: scratch to get people to get on board and then really start following and growing that following? I mean, we did it backwards, to be honest. Traditionally, podcasts, you already have a huge following. Like you said, like you're already a company that's established itself. You're already a celebrity that's booming. But us, we're kind of flipping the script here by starting with nothing and trying to grow this podcast. But i think we've had good success especially within like the queens community mm-hmm. i mean Ang's even out
0: and people are coming up to
1: him talking to him about the new
0: wave <laughs> yeah, you can't make that up that's all i'm <laughs> gonna say and uh yeah just can't wait for the day to be we, we're walking around toronto getting stopped asking for <laughs> photos you guys the new wave of coast oh you already know
2: with the whole thing of like famous people starting it like they have a studio that people want to come in onto that podcast, like. Let's say if we built a studio in Toronto and we're reaching out to guests, I don't think anyone's flying out to Toronto just to speak with us.
0: Unless they're...
1: I mean... Not yet. You're sweet, though, bro. I know I'm sweet, but like... (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. There's... There has to be some connection right now for us with that guest in order for them to want to come on the podcast. Mm. And I think right now it's just... People like the fact that we're three young guys and we're, we're doing something. We're not just sitting around wasting our time in university. We're actually making the most of our experience here. Yeah, but time's never wasted when you're getting wasted. Who said that?
2: Asher Roth. Oh, I yeah. love college, baby. Come on. <laughs>
0: surprised how quickly you got that one
2: you had that on the top of your head dude i can rap that whole song no doubt Started. <laughs> you want me to do it yeah. right now okay you got the not, instrumental no i'm not doing it come <laughs> on man. bro they don't need to listen to three and a half minutes of me spit bars that's true <laughs> they want to hear more about us yeah, they want to hear more about us so back to what harry was saying i mean we're doing quite all right at queens people seem to know us approach us at the bar a little bit of celebrities 15 minutes honestly the hype's kind of died down but um <laughs> The problem is, is how the hell do we get out of Queens? Um, I'm asking my two co-hosts here and I'm asking the audience. And the way I feel it has to be done is probably just bigger guests. They're sharing it on their platform. Um, When they have that following and they see they're on another pod, they're going to check us out. But that's like all I can think of right now. I think
1: another thing that's huge, definitely getting bigger guests and getting them to share it will get the word out for sure. Um, but the second thing is I think we need to be more proactive interacting with the people that have listened to our podcast, um, I agree because I think there are a lot of people that have come across our podcast, know what it's about and have some big time connections and people that will be willing to come on the podcast. So how do you be more proactive? Um, I think like through our social media accounts, like not just posting things, but also like commenting on other people's things, like appreciating other people for shouting us out little things like that I think could, could help. Cause I mean, as a viewer, you like, you like to hear your own name on something else, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. Yes. Being shout out. I also think that we need to try leveraging some of more of our connections at other places mm-hmm. as well. If that means that same thing, interacting with our guests, if we know somebody who goes to, let's say Laurier and they know an entrepreneur, we can reach out through that connection and mm-hmm. that would help us enter new industries or new locations and just trying to get the word out as much as possible. I think if people haven't heard of us yet and they're not going to be choked for the first time, you're just trying to promote yourself. It's worth a try and hopefully it'll, be, hopefully it'll work out.
1: Mm-hmm. I think another challenge we faced was, uh, was with our website in what way building it out or building the website and updating it how it doesn't automatically update right that's a good well we built it on wix wix and
2: uh we were pretty happy with it at first but then as we started posting more content we realized like we need more flexibility and everything we want to do and like wix is obviously a platform to help you build websites for people who can't code but it's also very limited so i think That might be something moving forward. We might have to reconsider
1: maybe a new website. Um, So for everyone listening right now, the website is thenewwavelife.com. If you haven't checked it out, please check it out. If you have any advice for us on what you think um, we could improve, please let us know. We're definitely open to any ideas that you have.
0: There's a contact us page on the website. So yeah, feel free to send us a message. We're opening to listening to everything and we thank you in advance.
2: And not only are the podcasts on there, we got some YouTube videos, we got some blog posts. Um, with the whole YouTube videos and blog posts, so we did one or two weekly recaps. Two, two we did weekly two. Recaps. And I don't know if that was just us being excited, like we just need to produce content all the time. But YouTube was one of the lower viewerships, it was like 50 views. Yeah. And I also didn't even know what value it really provides, because we were like, we want to show a transparent look of what we've done every week but every week all we did was interview guests like we didn't have enough to talk about right but since this is a season recap what do you think we should talk about what is everything we did over this season
1: i think just to talk about the videos themselves the youtube videos in the weekly recaps i think like you said we're just interviewing people like we're not going to have enough content to fill like a whole video every single week mm-hmm. but Maybe it's not YouTube where we focus. We just focus on the channels where we're, like, biggest. So that being obviously on our podcast, but, like, on Facebook and on Instagram where yeah. our following is actually seeing what we're posting. Right. We can post video content within those channels. Yeah, right, because it's in, in their timeline. Idea. Right. While YouTube is not. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, if you're trying to promote so many different channels where your viewers aren't even looking, then you're just wasting your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we were a little... Like we were like so happy to get this thing going, like we're like, Yeah, we need to do this, this and this and this but we weren't strategically thinking about where our viewers going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then with the blog
2: posts, like just from what I've heard from other I guess bloggers, vloggers, all that, there's like a community out there that you have to be active and I was thinking by writing content and making backlinks that helps with people finding us. No, yeah. But it sure. also like Add substance to us. And I just know that if you want to grow your following, you have to get that community. So I think, like, we'd have to be posting in Reddit and, like, a podcast or subreddit or entrepreneur or subreddit interacting with these people because those are your audience right there, right away. What about LinkedIn, though?
1: LinkedIn. Was, like, LinkedIn. Conversation we, with we, Sam, Sam Park.
2: Yeah. Sam told us we should use LinkedIn. That's the ideal space. And I guess, you know, that's yeah. something we need we, to do for we've season We kind of started
0: two. it, but we've all made an introduction post. We've all got it out we made the page for the thing but yeah we can always build off that
1: like we're an entrepreneurial podcast like that is the hub for where entrepreneurs would be Mm -hmm. yeah and like we're talking about growing our our podcast like that would be I think the perfect segue into growing the new wave so what do you think those posts would be like like here's this
2: episode and here's three key points if you don't have time to listen like if you just want to get the gist of what
1: we got out of it yeah I mean and hashtags and all that like, I've seen like just like videos posted in LinkedIn like hey what's up like we're the new wave podcast we're doing this like subscribe follow the links here bang like something quick and easy for st- someone to see mm. and if that gets shared that gets some
0: hype that gets yeah. likes then a lot of people are going to see it. Even our headliner videos with the one-minute segments from our from yeah, those our podcast episode, yeah. that'd be good. And oh, the yeah. greatest part about LinkedIn is when, if I shared something and someone else likes it, it shares on their on page their saying, thing. so-and-so would like this post. So that would even, it's like a snowball effect yeah, and yeah. it would continue to get shared or at least viewed.
2: Oh, that's huge. It's similar to Twitter's platform. Like when you like something or follow someone, you'll be scrolling your timeline and it says like, Mike Blumel follows this person. Mike Blumel likes this tweet, which yeah. is... Uh, <laughs> what? Like, what are you
0: liking on Twitter? <laughs> There's
2: just some funny stuff. I don't know
0: if yeah, everyone wants to know good. what I'm Twitter liking. Is good, is yeah, Twitter man. slept on, actually. Twitter I think is in our slept age group, on. Um, Another major challenge I think we had, kind of moving back a bit, was, as you were saying earlier, Harry, Like we were just so excited to get this off the ground. We just wanted to do so much. I think we and followers feel free to let us know either in person or on our platform if you think this is true but i think we kind of oversaturated our content too much at the beginning i think we were almost posting too much Mm -hmm. right at the beginning Mm -hmm. and then we we didn't we didn't we didn't we weren't we didn't have a steady form of posts like it wasn't once a week wasn't twice a week it was kind of whenever it was coming out right. And i think if we kind of have that more on a schedule that'd be way more effective like you people.
1: think it was like an overload like people uh, are yeah. like hey i've seen too much of the new wave i'm kind of over right now
0: well like the, perhaps but like maybe they're just not willing to listen to three episodes in a week or something mm. like that i know at some point like when we first got off we were recording quite a bit and i think we may have
2: i think we were pretty consistent with like two a week I, I don't know, man. Do you, like, like, do you think two is the good number? Like, I don't know. It was just because we were recording so many. I was like, we could do
1: two a week. We yeah, could have just, like, waited, like yeah. promoted something, promoted the one harder I think throughout the week. I think that's the best then way drop to do the it. One, promote the second one the next week. But you, you're, you like, you're going hard throughout the week. The stories. Yeah, you really like, want to
0: build up the hype. Like, yeah. You want to say, like, this is going to be awesome. These people are awesome. Boom, here it is. Yeah, I guess you might be
1: right because it was kind of like, okay, we have this person coming up, dropped it, and then it's like you completely stop talking yeah. about that next one, and then you're promoting, 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 and then it's your second person, and maybe someone wasn't really active on social media that week, and you missed that first person, so you didn't listen to it, but you listened to the second person. Yeah. So I think that, that might be something that we, we think about moving forward. Yeah. Post one per week, promote it hard throughout the week, and then... So then we got to figure out... How we're promoting
2: that besides like, oh, guess who's coming this week? Yeah. Because once we have that post, it's like people have seen
0: that. Well, Mm -hmm. then you can also talk a bit more about what they do. It's like, Mm -hmm. this person's coming this week, next post. Hey, look at what their business is. Maybe like a brief introduction. Yeah. Maybe
1: we take videos of them that we could post before, like in the week as well. Like when we're doing the podcast, like we take a video of them as well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I guess we just got to be more active I don't know, we gotta be more living brand. Like um, what if you got
1: like your guest to like we took a video of our guest, like, hey, my name's so and so. Um, I love the New Age podcast, you guys need to listen to this coming up, dropping on Friday at six PM. Right. Yeah. Something That's, like that. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean stories, like we all have, I don't know, one or two thousand followers. Like our likes don't get oh, anywhere wow. close to that, but like the stories, people you post a story, you'll have sixty people see it in like ten seconds. For sure, get off your phones. But actually, stay on your phones <laughs> because you need to listen to us. So stay on your phones. But like, <laughs> it's so quick. And also something that kind of is screwing us is there's the algorithm change for Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Now it's all based on activity, so it's like we need to get likes and comments. But if we don't get any of those right off the bat, like that stuff's getting posted.
1: Way deeper in a timeline are never being seen. You got to right?
0: dig real down the rabbit hole to see it. <laughs> right.
1: So that's yeah. If you like our stuff, give us a like. It doesn't go unnoticed. We appreciate it. Appreciate every one of our fans. We love you guys. Aww. Do you have any other challenges? Um, was
2: that what we were discussing? I was just yeah, it was... just getting into it. all. All I wanted to talk about is um. Uh, something I found fun was looking at other. Media creation companies, so like The Ringer, um, The Herd with Colin Coward. I like seeing how these companies who are just producing like blogs, vlogs, and podcasts, how they promote and actually um, post their stuff. So we took a lot of inspiration from The Ringer and kind of like this week on the podcast, and we'd like split it up so it'd look nice with a picture. That was something I thought was fun, and that's something I think we have to continue to work on. Right. Because that's very important because all your promotions through social media, so your posts have to look good.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely learned a lot about graphic design in the past two months that I never really did before. Like, Canva has been, like, our saving grace, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, It allowed us to post some, like, pretty, like, cool stuff, and it looks pretty professional. Um, No, but yeah, for sure, The Ringer, The Herd, just the way they they promoted their stuff was a big inspiration for us. Um, maybe we should look into like other podcasts that have done similar stuff, so we can kind of diversify our content a little bit. Yeah. Moving forward. Um. Okay. Let's talk about some of our guests. Yeah, sure.
0: Let's get on a war hat. Let's get let's get fired up. We had fun time. Yeah, man. Yeah, we, we had some challenges on the way, but like, hey, it was an absolute time and a half doing this, and we learned a ton on ton on this trip so far, and. I don't even know where to start. I liked Kevin's
1: story a lot. Kevin's story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy friggin', goes to St. FX. To, you know what? I'm going to make a video on the party life at X and gets in shit for it. Turns that into a business. Yeah. Like talk about like a passion project. That's something you fall in love with. You know, he loves to make videos and now he's doing that for the rest of his life. And he's able to do that remotely wherever he wants. And he's worked with some big names, Andre de Grasse, Gatorade. Um, so, yeah, like that was, that was really inspirational for me. Well, it was
2: yeah. cool because he kind of just did it for fun and out of nowhere. He's like, oh, I have a camera. I can kind of take pictures. But like he was still headed on the path towards working. at. He had a job lined up mm-hmm. and like he was still doing this. And it's funny to see how, how some of your passion projects can really take off and you put some time and effort into it.
0: Yeah, and and I guess when the unfortunate circumstance had and he lost his job, he just went head first, didn't look back, and probably one of the greatest decisions he's made, in his opinion, like, he's loving his life, he's loving his job. It's the goal. I think what
1: was cool, too, is, like, you usually, usually hear people, like, they worked at X company for this long, and then they knew how to do their process, and then they started their own company, but, like, he didn't really have any previous, like, videography experience he just thought you know what i i have a camera like i'm i'm kind of good at this like i'm gonna try and shoot a video and even the the, the people at x said it looked professional so like yeah. he had a knack for this from the get-go definitely who else did you like
2: i mean i liked your boy um from unc a lot just because i like clothing and fashion and all that i'm always curious to hear How does a clothing brand start? I mentioned in the episode, like it's nothing new. It's not innovative if you start a clothing brand, but for some reason it somehow takes off and just seeing his progress go, um, you know from starting at unc to getting one of the best nba trainers um to getting some interest from nba nba guys it's pretty crazy
1: that's recent news since our podcast not saying we put them on but well like you never
2: know in case one of those guys listen to our podcast but yeah you had someone (laughs) who represents like 14 nba players who like uh looking for different brands that represent something cool and they found
1: vision clothing to be one of those like that's so awesome yeah and A really underrated part about that whole episode and his business is the fact that um, he donates Mm -hmm. um, his money to a person that has a dream. And so once he reaches that goal, he gives it to that person that randomly is selected. So it's not like he's just doing it for personal gain. He's trying to make a difference through his brand, which I
0: thought was really valuable. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: What about you, Angelese?
0: um, Honestly... I really liked Monica and Abby's story just because how it came out of nowhere, kind of similar to Kevin's. Mm-hmm. They were just trying to do something cool for their friend's birthday and some, someone else has interest in it. And mm-hmm. then that turns into a business. It's, it was
2: literally like me doing a favor for you for your birthday. Our boys come over like, yo, that's dope. I need that too. And yeah, I wasn't I was I was I was I was just do- doing it for you, my guy. Yeah,
0: that's when you kind of just love stuff about entrepreneurship. And like you always just, you never know when an opportunity will arise And when it arises, you have to be ready to take it. And they kinda they were down to try it out and they haven't looked back since again. Like they've been doing really well. And I just love accidental businesses like that and it's awesome to hear.
1: Yeah, but Monica and Abby, I think you guys have something serious, so you might consider doing this full time. You know, you guys said you're not really sure, but after talking to a bunch of people about your business and what you guys provide i think you do really have something valuable um
2: if you guys are busy in kingston and moving to toronto where there's 10x times the people uh conferences events like i think you could see how it might do a lot better over there like if you think you're busy now you could really be busy over there which also with that heavy demand raise your prices no one's gonna care it's all part of simple supply and demand you know fellas
0: you take econ
1: uh, i took it in first year <laughs> yeah but we're not flower curls we're just flower boys over here so don't worry about us we're just pod boys making no
2: money to talking a little bit of shit but <laughs> <Yeah, it's fine. laughs> <laughs> for now <laughs> for now, <laughs> we're just trying to give advice from what we see but once again what do we know um we don't know much but we're trying to learn a couple of things and that's what's been sweet with this whole podcast just building a network of really cool people all these people have had interesting backgrounds and it's only going to get bigger from here um like hoping that we keep this going throughout the next year like i want to look back and see january 2020 compared to january 2019 it's like holy shit like we thought we were nothing um but we learned so much we figured out how to grow podcast we had some legitimate going like Having something your own is my goal, always. Um, Entrepreneurship runs in my family. My dad was just a straight hustler coming over from Europe, barely speaking English, and just found ways to make money. It's just something that's in you. Uh, My brother did the same thing. And you know, now I'm trying to hop on that new wave
1: too, you know what I mean? Let's get (laughs) it. You know, I think uh, we should definitely give a shout out to Adam. Mm -hmm. Our first guest, Mm -hmm. like, I haven't heard anyone say they didn't like his episode. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I think, like we said before, like, his energy is just so contagious. Like, you can't help but to get hype when you're talking to him. It's like the Energizer Bunny. Man, literally. literally, That guy is never down. You just, like, you have this feeling inside that you know he's going to be successful just because he's so good with people. And he has that thing about him. You can't really pin it down, but you know he's going to be successful. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, Adam, shout out! Your episode was great, man. Everyone within the Queens community loved it, even outside. Um, so that was that was really awesome. Personally, I didn't even think his episode was going to be as big as it was, but it was almost really. One of, not as, it's one of our biggest lists, like most listened. to I think to it is our most listened to episode. Yeah, one of our most listened to episodes.
0: Another shout out I gotta give is my man Eric Lauren. That guy can banter for about two hours. I don't know how we only how we cut it short, but that guy just came on and spat absolute knowledge about the importance of running your own business and the freedom it gives you, both financially and with your time. Uh, I know he couldn't talk about some of the stuff that he wanted to talk about, but uh, listening to him in selling doors was such a great experience i know so many people think selling door not going door to door to sell stuff is so outdated no one wants to do it but the success he had was really inspirational to say the least
2: are we able to talk about what he's doing now we'll
0: get him back on for another episode okay 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 he
2: started hiring people though now
0: yeah Mm. he's making moves little um little league for season two maybe we'll get him back on
2: Um, what else? So we've talked about our challenges, we've talked about our ups, our downs with those challenges. Maybe we should just talk about what's next for the new wave.
1: Yeah. So up next for the new wave, I think we have some, some pretty cool guests. It's just a matter of, uh, trying to schedule them now. We have a bunch like down the pipeline. We've, we've interviewed a couple, but, um, We just got to schedule them. We got to go to, we're going to different locations. We got to keep being remote. Um, We're going to have a couple on the phone. Um, But I think the second season, the new wave, the biggest focus is growing it. You know, we're going to continue to learn from these people, continue to grow our network, but we need to get outside of this bubble as quickly as we can, because I think the stories that we're telling are are really valuable to people. I know I've heard a lot of people say they love how the fact that we're very transparent. You kind of make the business side of it very simplistic mm-hmm. you know you don't really need to have a business background to understand what we're talking about um i know there's a bunch of times where even we have to ask our guests like <laughs> what does that mean yeah maybe we try to say it's for the guests but you know sometimes it's
2: for yeah, us we too. gotta interrupt them early sometimes i'm like oh if i don't say anything i know <laughs> yeah. who, what this guy's
1: talking about it's no. part of the
0: growing experience though yeah and ask questions that's what we that's what
1: we wanted from the beginning you know we wanted to hear these stories and we wanted to make it easy for people to listen to and I think we've done that. Mm, no, and uh, definitely wanna grow it
2: outside the Queen's community because I think people do like to listen to what we're talking about. This is information that is not available everywhere, getting that inside look of the life of entrepreneur. Like you can get it at a very high level and um, just basic question, how'd you start your company? But we like getting to the nitty gritty. We like talking numbers because that makes it more realistic relatable and almost makes you think back home that something like this can be achievable you know you don't need millions of dollars you don't need investors you don't need huge following to start you just got to start something and then figure it out as you go and that's actually the biggest lesson probably overall just start something and figure it out as you go
0: yeah we've seen so many of our guests they've just had an idea and they've had determination and that's all you really need. If you put in the hard work, if you make good decisions and you go with your idea, you stick with it, you believe in it, then sky's really the limit. Like we've seen some people, we've seen some of our guests grow their company to thousands of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like I'm sure they didn't think that was going to be the result when they first started it, but they believed and they kept going and that's all you can really ask for. And I Can't wait to start my own thing and do that as well.
1: Um, are we dropping merch? Soon, soon we got to, we have to. Yeah, you think so? Merch coming soon. I mean, it's been said. Maybe. Well, it's said now.
0: Like said. I guess we got to drop. Oh, there you go. The merch. Oh, we <laughs>
2: said it. Now we got to do it.
1: <laughs> well, it it's that it's like it's coming. I mean, it's in the same thing. Like we got to keep growing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with you guys being in Toronto, like after you graduate, it will be huge because hopefully
2: hopefully well
1: (laughs) we're still figuring that out still figuring it out but ideally gonna be in Toronto which gives us a whole new pool of people we can we have access to um even through our own connections but also just you know shooting an email to people messaging someone on LinkedIn like hey we love what you're doing we'd love to have you on the podcast because that's really not anything we've done yet like we pretty much got a referral to every guest we've done Mm -hmm. we haven't gone on a limb and been like you know what like this guy would be sick if we got him mm-hmm. yeah like imagine we messaged Kevin O'Leary and was like yo like obviously not like that but we'd be like well, Kevin no, you listening? You never know <laughs> be like you never know Kevin O'Leary would you like to come on like we're three kids from Queens like we saw you talk when you were here we'd love to have you on the podcast like game changer think about what you did you reached
2: out to uh I don't know if anyone our listeners will know him, but there's a rapper that's up and coming right now from LA called Dax and Harry went out on a limb and reached out to this guy because they're both from Ottawa. They played basketball, but this guy's about four or five years older. And he just said, yo man, like I used to play basketball in Ottawa. I used to see you play, like, I know you're blowing up right now as a rapper. We have a podcast, we'd love to talk to you. And he actually got back to us. Mm -hmm. He's gassed us ever since, but like that first step, like he reached back to us. Like people can see our messages. And like, I think it's all about numbers at that point.
1: No, yeah, for sure. He's got like, 650,000 followers like if he's if we, big yeah like if we got someone like him on the podcast like that would be huge he's also in LA so you get a whole new community of people listening from California um but yeah for sure we gotta we gotta start reaching out to bigger guests mm-hmm. they say we can't be afraid of them saying no like that's the worst thing that can happen they say no so what we move so on So what? can't be afraid of rejection and denial. exactly Wow. I don't know, that was pretty good. For the banter? Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. one was
2: off the dome, ladies and gentlemen, so uh, if you enjoyed that, maybe it'll go off... Uh, actually, we do go off the dome pretty much the whole time.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's never really scripted. Yeah, no, this is all whole natural. We just like having fun
0: and ask questions. We're
1: eager to learn. You're getting a real look into the new wave. You know, it's a it's a iPhone and a goods, a university
2: breakout room we got bk nuggets and fries all over the table we got domino's plate (laughs) It's, it's that startup grind you know people don't really see how tough it is behind the
0: scenes you guys good yeah thank you everybody who's listened in so far season one was great season two is gonna be a movie can't wait for you guys to join along and hop on the new wave and if you enjoyed this please like
2: us on instagram at the new wave life um facebook the new wave life as well our website was already mentioned before www.thenewwavelife.com um and then with our podcasts wherever you get it stitcher spotify apple music the way we grow is when we get likes and reviews i'm not trying to be thirsty for these likes and reviews i'm just trying to get you better content so if you guys could do that for me i'd really appreciate that
1: Thank you all for listening. Season one was good, but it's only going to get better. It's like Game of Thrones. No one says the first season was the best season. Hey. So stay tuned, everybody. And with that, I'll Mo.